What does it mean to be hoovered when you're dealing with somebody that has borderline personality disorder? We're going to find out in this podcast of My Inner Torch. I've promised that I would cover a podcast or I'd make a podcast about hoovering. Now, I've heard that term, uh, and when I thought of that term in the past, it meant to get a hoover vacuum and vacuum up the floor. But in the case of dealing with somebody who has borderline personality disorder, you could be hoovered. Okay, so what does hoovering mean? Well, it's a type of emotional abuse or emotional blackmail. Actually, hoovering is done by a borderline when they think that the victim, and notice how they we use that word victim, or the person who they abuse or control is seeking to move away from the relationship. Hoovering is an attempt to see if a prior target of abuse could be conned into another cycle of abuse so that the abusive person, in this case, the borderline, may reclaim the sense of power and control by causing distress, emotional and sometimes physical, to that particular target. The Hoover maneuver was actually coined after the popular vacuum cleaner, often referring to the fact that the abusers attempt to suck up the happiness from others to fuel their impulses. So, Remember, you know, we we hear a lot of stories and you can listen to my podcast on those who say and those who do Uh, frequently, if you're dealing with a borderline, they will threaten to leave and sometimes they actually will do that. And if they leave the relationship, if they step out and they disappear, what can sometimes happen is that they will come back. That is hoovering. They are essentially bringing you back into their emotional orbit, their dysfunctional emotional orbit, and they're reusing you as their supply. What does supply mean? Well, it means your emotional resources. You're being there for them. You are essentially their supply. You can also be providing them with financial support. You can be providing them with a home to stay in. You know, that's what it's all about. It's highly dysfunctional. This is not what a relationship is supposed to be. And I hate that I have to point that even out to people because people like myself would never take a step out of a relationship and kind of look at it with, without the rose colored glasses and say, wow, this is really screwed up. This is really not right. So hoovering is part of the push pull that you have with a borderline, the I hate you, but please don't leave type of syndrome, or they may leave. And then, you know, you're, you're healing, you're getting over the hurt. You finally are kind of getting your life back into perspective and lo and behold, they start texting you or lo and behold, they start reaching out to you and they start love bombing you, or they start maybe saying, well, gosh, you know, I'm really sorry. I left three months ago and never called you. It's really up to us whether or not, and I bring this up again, whether or not we have the self-respect to say no to that person. Okay. This is part of another podcast that I talked about in which we discussed trauma bonding. Okay. If you allow yourself to be hoovered, 
then you have to take the onus that you are allowing yourself to open yourself to the borderline to come back into your life and create chaos. Because at the end of the day, that's what they do. We're constantly in a state of chaos, emotional chaos. We're constantly in a state of confusion. We're constantly trying to understand the borderline. What are they thinking? What are they going to do next? How do I not trigger them? Is this normal? Well, it's not. And it's frustrating for me to step out of my relationship sometimes, my marriage, and go, what am I doing? And it's frustrating for me to see other people do the same thing. Other people not to realize that they're being hoovered, that they're being manipulated, and that they're being taken advantage of. But I hear you say, I really, really, really love my borderline. I know that there's a good person in there. I know that they can be the person they were when we met. And I hate to be the person to sit here and tell you in this podcast that more often than not, that person that you fell in love with never really existed. It was a mirage. It was an act. And that's how borderlines behave. And I understand their people and I understand they have feelings and I will put out this disclaimer that if you are somebody with borderline personality disorder and you've listened this far, or if you suspect you have borderline personality disorder, this will offend you. You will take this as being an attack on your person. And it's not, it's fact. It's fact folks. And you have to understand that if somebody with borderline personality disorder denies that they have borderline personality disorder or does not want to seek treatment and better themselves, then it's just not going to happen. And chances are, if they do seek treatment, they will not see it through or they will not be that person that you wanted them to be. It's very difficult for them to step out of their skin. It is very difficult for them to be a different person. And I guess the same would be for us to be different people as their caretaker, as their non, as their, uh, you know, constructive partner, whichever way you, know, you want to coin it. We are aiding and abetting them. We're putting up with them. And you need to sit down or stand up and decide why. Why and what is your part in this relationship? The borderline is not going to tell you. They're going to continue to use you as their supply. Think of it as an umbilical cord. You are supplying them. You are trying to tell them that the world is a good place. You're trying to tell them that love is possible. And I honestly believe that they cannot love in the true sense of the word. Maybe they can be infatuated. Maybe they can think they love you. But I think if a borderline says to you, I love you, I would challenge that. What do you love about me? What is your love? Is your love, is your perception of the love 
that you supposedly feel just basically us filling your need, us being there for you, us kind of continuing the lie, us continuing the play that eventually the relationship will and has to end because that is the borderline MO. The relationship has to end. It's going to end. Will I leave you, meaning the borderline, or will you leave me, the borderline speaking? Because that's the dynamic that we have playing here. Nothing is forever. That's what my wife says. Nothing lasts forever. Or stop trying to be so romantic. It is a repellent to a borderline. You telling them, I love you, I need you, I want you. I don't think they can comprehend that. So hoovering is very, very dangerous because it is a tactic that narcissists and borderlines use to kind of draw their victim back in. Okay. So maybe you've done some recovering. Maybe you've done some soul searching. And just when you think you've gotten through and you've come out of the fog, fear, obligation, and guilt, you've dropped it. You don't have that fear anymore. You don't have that obligation. You don't have that guilt. Well, here comes that borderline again. You know, some do, some don't. But if a borderline leaves you, let them go. The old saying, if you love something, let it go and whatever, it will come back. I think it's kind of a trite saying in, in some respects, but it does make sense. If a borderline leaves, okay, let them go and don't wish for them to come back. They have done you a favor. They've done you a favor. Okay. Don't be hoovered. Have some self-respect. Find someone else. Find somebody who will respect you and your feelings and will love you, who will be true to you. Not a mirage like a borderline can be. And this is being, this is being told to you by somebody who understands it. Somebody who has come out of the fog. I have come out of the fog. I understand my position in my marriage. I understand my relation to my UBPD wife. I get it. I do. And whether she is borderline or narcissistic borderline or antisocial or histrionic, it doesn't matter what I've said through most of my podcasts. If you listen, there's a common theme. This is abuse. This is emotional neglect of you. This is abuse and you can, and we will talk about this in future podcasts. You can get PTSD, you know, contrary to popular belief, PTSD is not something that is only inherent to somebody being on a battlefield because you're on an emotional battlefield. Okay. Soldiers get it. Sure. Absolutely. People get it from traumatic experiences It is known as complex post-traumatic stress disorder complex because it continues. Think about it. It's not just one event. It's not seeing a battlefield maybe for a week or two. This is something that you may have endured for years. That's why it's complex. Myinnertorch at gmail.com. I really appreciate your listenership. 
I really appreciate your support. And of course, I always appreciate your emails. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to hear from you. And thank you again for making this one of the rising podcasts in the self-help categories amongst all these podcast platforms. Uh, Our listenership is increasing. It makes me feel good that perhaps I'm having a positive impact on somebody's negative day as we continue our battle. I'm going to leave you with this thought, actually with this quote, and listen to it carefully because it makes a lot of sense. Sometimes you don't realize how badly someone treated you until you hear yourself explaining it to someone else. Think about that. Sometimes you don't realize how badly someone treated you until you hear yourself explaining it to someone else. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. (laughs) 